Hi, everybody. Hi. Should we do a little intro where we... No, we can do that once once we kick Lou out of the okay. Google Hangout. Okay. So Lou can just jump right in. Okay. <laughs> okay, Google Maybe. Hangouts need to, like, take a breath. They're like, your internet's unstable. And I'm like, so... Well, it's fitting. Anyway, so... <laughs> Sponsor us. Internet. Just the internet, yeah. <laughs> Use code BRAINCELL for 10% off the internet. Um, okay, so hello everyone. Hello. Today we're we're joined by a special <laughs> guest. The world renowned. <laughs> Lou, uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Yeah. Okay, my name is Lou. <laughs> <laughs> so do, I, far, so do you guys good. want me to say like what what I do? Your social security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Well, so we we know Luke because you and I were friends um, from high school. Um, we're friends. Yeah. No, no, no. I know we, Luke because I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> we apostrophe re, not words in the past. I'm like, me and Lou are now mortal enemies. Yeah. We um, were friends, yeah. but like now it's like, ugh. And now it's like, it's weird. Oh, like, come on my podcast, but this is weird. <laughs> um, Brought her here today to air out some old beef. Not yeah, to seriously. make you uncomfortable right off the bat. But you know those type of those like type of friends where like you could not see them for like eight years as such, and then like right now I'm like I'll tell Lou anything. Okay, same. <laughs> I'm so glad you feel the same way because I'm like I'll tell her whatever. I'm like yeah. let's dive in. <laughs> I know. I was like there are some things I don't want to discuss, but like <laughs> we'll text but, like, about as, it. No, I wanted to text you and like well as friends like I would love to dish into this. Um, yeah. We can't, like, we can't, we can't. Do you want me to just leave? I'm like, what are the... <laughs> it's up to you. Um, okay. If you want to stay and watch. Oh, my uh, gosh. So... <laughs> this is everyone's favorite episode, the yeah. one where I don't talk. So... <laughs> no, no. Let the woman Episode speak. title. The one the one where Claret doesn't speak. <laughs> okay, so Lou, continue introducing yourself. Okay, so, yeah, my name is Lou. Um, I go by Lou Forever on Instagram, and I just... Basically, what I do is just OnlyFans and some like some little things around the internet. <laughs> Sometimes I'll make like <laughs> I've been known to do a YouTube video or two, um, but nothing mm-hmm. like I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring out, I guess, like my like identity and my like role and like what I want to do on social media. But um, fucking tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm very much like I'm still in my first year of everything, so I'm kind of like yeah still like working it out but yeah as of now um I just I don't know I'm like oh I'm like an OnlyFans girl that sounds so weird to say I don't know I don't know how to like (laughs) I'm like you're an OnlyFans woman (laughs) (laughs) an OnlyFans woman you're an OnlyFans girl boss an OnlyFans (laughs) wife and mother yeah I'm actually not a person I'm a concept (laughs) I just (laughs) flit around here and there (laughs) you might see me (laughs) today we are joined by the concept of Lou forever she's not really here we just actually manifested her presence yeah and like um what is it like Lou is an idea (laughs) yeah wait what like Lil Michaela like the um 
she's like an AI like sim but has like yeah. a huge social media following yeah. our next guest <laughs> yeah can you imagine <laughs> yeah um, I would also like to give a disclaimer off the top of this episode sorry to steal the mic from Lou here but um, a trigger warning <laughs> um scat diarrhea (laughs) i might have to get up at any moment to go have explosive diarrhea and i will be taking no further questions thank you no further questions noted were needed or i don't even know what i would how's your pizza nick it's non it's non it's not crunchy it doesn't make a sound it's soft and it's really good okay great cool amazing So, Lou. <laughs> Lou, are you still in your introduction? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Do you have more to say about I, yourself? Well, I was going to say, no, I was going to say, should I redo that? Was I too no, awkward? Great. I can, now that we did one. I, I think we should just another. do that the whole episode. Just Lou, like, yeah, constantly just trying just, like, to, like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you can kind of change details every better. time. By the end, you're like, I'm a doctor and a mother of three. Yeah. And I'm like, she is. <laughs> she, yeah. Actually, the concept of a doctor. So, <laughs> my, <laughs> okay, so Lou, our or, our origin story. That's the funniest phrase. Uh, um, a long, long time ago. In it all began. Yes. Well, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> so we became friends freshman year of high school because we were in IHS together. And mm-hmm. then we were also in science together, and we still have those photos on Facebook. Oh my god, iconic! <laughs> yeah, uh, in a f- album on my Facebook called um, "Bitches," the letter N, science, <laughs> bitches and science. I am running <laughs> to Fuck. Facebook right now. Fuck. That is, yeah. excuse yeah. me. It's like February 2012. Yeah, I'm gonna something. find it. Don't worry. So <laughs> I wasn't. Nicholas Freitas. <laughs> Don't say my second middle name on this block. <laughs> Nick, I have to tell you that I can literally never remember your middle names as hard as I try. It's fine. They're they're both kind of out of left field. The G, I want to be Gordon, like, so bad. <laughs> Nicholas Gordon Co. Right? <laughs> yeah. Middle That's names corner. Lou, what's your middle name? <laughs> I am, I have abandoned it. Oh. I, I just don't go by my I love name that. At all. <laughs> That's how much I hate it. I'm like, it doesn't exist. It's actually. concept now. It's concept erased. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, bitches in science here. Oh my oh God. My yeah, that's right. what I needed to yeah. see. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I feel better now. It's really taken on my iPad in science class. So you just like brought your iPad to science class, and then you and Lou locked eyes, and you were like, get in my I, selfie. I, Lou, I don't know why you were bitch. friends with me, and tw- you were brave. Um, for being friends with me because I literally I wore Crocs I wore black Crocs with socks and like gray Nike fleece sweatpants from JCPenney every day of freshman year of high school and Lou and Lou was brave enough to be like okay (laughs) I'm like I can work with this (laughs) you're like I can fix him Lou said I can change him and Lou did Lou is the reason Nick is the man he is today. Nicholas Gordon. I think... <laughs> Lou turned me from, from an OnlyFans boy to an OnlyFans man. Um, oh, my God. 
Mm-hmm. The unnamed works. Collab. So- <laughs> Only fans, boys to men. <laughs> no, but like I. I don't know. We. I. It's not like I was like super sick either. I think I wore like two Hollister jackets, just layered. So you just said I wasn't sick, and then you said that outfit. So it's like pick one, you know. Like <laughs> okay. so I wasn't sick. I was sickening. Yeah. She's giving. It sick. was like you know when you. <laughs> Never mind. That's too. Mean. Say it. We'll we'll cut it, unless it's funny. <laughs> that's the policy. When you need, like, a friend who's, like, not to, like, make you look hotter. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What was that acronym? Duff? Of that- what? Yeah. Designated Ugly Fat Friend. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Like. No, I know. Nick said I know my place. <laughs> Do I? No. I know my place. We have. As a Duffy. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> we have always gotten along, like, famously. And it's true. You do, keep, like. <laughs> <laughs> like other people <laughs> Like we've always just like clicked as friends. That's what I'm trying to. No, say. yeah, I think we definitely have like the same sense of humor, which is usually how it's I find my friends. Very honestly, if someone, it's like weird and like different. No, if someone, <laughs> yeah. if someone thinks I'm funny, if someone laughs at my joke, I'm like, you can be my best friend now. And it's like Absolutely. I should probably like add a little bit more of a filter. Never mind. Okay, I thought my audio wasn't recording, but it is. It be like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> The weekly scare. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Drop everything now. Maybe in the point. But yeah, and then we stopped. I was trying to figure this out earlier because we just stopped like having classes together for like two years. Yeah. And we just like avoided each other like the plague. <laughs> like I remember seeing you, but I was so like socially awkward. Like I had an undiagnosed anxiety disorder like my entire high school experience. And like looking back, like I was so weird. I I'm pretty sure I was just like peace. And then I think senior year is when we started having classes together again. And, right? Yeah. Well, and we were friends we were freshman like, year. Oh, okay, now we're friends. And we were, and we were friends sophomore year. <laughs> I remember being friends sophomore year with you because I remember you, like, okay. came out to me as someone who had smoked weed. And Nick said, you're on thin ice. <laughs> like, in the cafeteria. <laughs> You were like, you were like, Nick, I need to talk, like, I need <laughs> yeah. to talk to you. And I was like, okay. So we like went to a separate table <gasps> and you were like, so, and then this whole story about like the lead up and then you're like, and then I smoked the joint and I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> oh my like my Christian sensibilities. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. No. And then, no. And, and then, then I remember cool. you said, oh my God, this was the, this is like the most CW shit you said. So Yeah. Now there are no secrets between us. And I'm like, well, like, you don't know that on my end, but good to know. <laughs> Nick's secret that he was a fucking prude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Then uh, then you burst into tears, I remember, because you were, you were saying, how could you do this? I thought, you know, mm-hmm. I thought you treasured your brain cells mm-hmm. just like I do. Clearly not. And then, yeah. yeah. Wow. I said there's no secrets between us. <laughs> you actually did, Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so dramatic. That is straight up like Secret Life of an American Teenager. I was living for the fantasy. I'm a whore. You're my whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, similar <laughs> energy. <laughs> Lou said, I'm, I'm really... a whore. And I was like, you're my whore. And it's like, it's second period. <laughs> like, we're 16. <laughs> it's seven in the morning. Let's go get a frappuccino mm-hmm. from Starbucks. Why were we just like chugging like 24 ounces of <laughs> liquids and sugar? Just to feel something. Lou, did you go to Spencer's Butte? Yeah. 
You oh my did. god, did you okay. see me for a day when I went <laughs> one day in seventh grade? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I've thought of you every day since. <laughs> Burnt into your mind. Definitely, yeah. Wait, but you didn't, you only went one day and then just didn't go? You were like, no, they found out that I lived in Springfield and was lying about my address and followed my mom oh. home and called her and were like, get your kids out of our fucking school district and take them back to Thurston where they belong. That's the end. Up. In another like timeline, no. like in another reality, like I was friends with you in middle school, and then I was friends with Nick, and then now would be like so full circle. But and we okay. sat Nick down together to tell him we'd smoked weed. <laughs> yeah. And then scissored, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my. We're god, like, god. first we smoked weed, and then we scissored, and now there's no secrets between us. And I'm like, okay, one of those is acceptable. I'm like, um, it's never too late. <laughs> DM me, we'll oh work god. something out. Wait, so, <laughs> hey, girly. Um, so I, <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Um, wait, Lou. I'm curious because it's rare that um, <laughs> you have someone you were friends with in high school. <laughs> it's not like then it's they not start like a podcast. Then they ask like, you to come on it. It's not like we actively stopped being friends or anything. We just like graduated, um, and now returning <laughs> guest appearances i'm just very curious like what your perception of me is as someone who like last knew me quite a while ago i think i mean okay what i last remember us doing was like that movie we made together um, oh sophomore year what the chaos fuck? red end where is oh it? that was sophomore year okay yeah so we so yeah, nick yeah, yeah. nick like directed and like cinematography I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, um, girl. yeah. <laughs> this like movie we started, made. wrote, edited. <laughs> what a fucking narcissist! Tell me more. Yep. Yes. And I was just there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the camera loved me. There was nothing else. <laughs> yeah, Not yeah, yeah. And you were the main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we shot in my dad's office. That was. Can crazy. I see it? Where is it? <laughs> it's probably. I probably have it on Google Drive. Fuck actually. Yes. I want to see it again too, actually. But yeah, I I think now like I just see you as like oh you were very good at all of that kind of stuff then, and it's like what you want to do now. And I just see you as someone who's just like working hard to make your dreams come true. Honestly, not to oh be God, too like is... gay on the <laughs> pod, but like <laughs> yeah, this is a homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that is so sweet. Holy okay, that was like literally the last thing I was saying. That's so nice though. Thank you. <laughs> and like, I mean, I I texted Nick this the other day, but I was like, I'm I feel like I've just been in a rut like all summer with my own like uh like content creation and stuff and just like you guys doing this podcast and like just yeah, I was listening to one of the episodes too where like you were talking about Nick, um, like something you directed. And I was just like okay like it was inspiring to me to me i'm like let's fucking go it's time to get out of this rut so yeah listen i don't want to call myself a creative because essentially all i do is this podcast and then neglect my youtube channel but like being around (laughs) other creatives like makes me want to create more Mm -hmm. because i feel like if i didn't have that like if i didn't have nick i (laughs) would be so much less inspired yeah that's right spit your kombucha out (laughs) it's empty Oh, okay. That's so sweet. No, yeah, it's definitely, um, I don't know, you surround, or you should, like, surround yourself with people that you want to, like, emulate in some way. Absolutely. And I want to be just like Nick when I grow up. Me too. (laughs)
<laughs> you can be whatever you want to be, girls. <laughs> it's like some weird father-daughter movie. <laughs> Wait, now I want Lou to perceive me. <laughs> me next, me next. Okay, okay. I never, like, obviously we didn't really know each other in high school, but I feel like I always knew, like, of you, kind of. And I, like, I don't know why, because didn't you go to Thurston? Hell yeah. I feel like I, I don't know, for some reason I had some, like... I had friends yeah. at South. Um, and then now, yes, I mean, same exact thing. You're just, like, doing your thing. And I love that. You're just unapologetically you and fucking going for it. And I Truly. just, like, yeah, I, I love that kind of energy, honestly. Because I, like, like I said, just have um, problems with, like, anxiety. And it's, like, trying to do things on social media and, like, just trying to put yourself out there and make content. All of that stuff is, like, so difficult anyways and then adding that on top of it it's like a constant struggle for me and like I, it's hard because I I love like social media and all of that but like the thought of like being perceived and being perceived in like the wrong way is like it paralyzes me sometimes yeah so it's like yeah I, I love like seeing the stuff that you do and you post whatever the fuck you want and it's cool okay honestly something I I appreciate hearing that but like <laughs> something that I ran into when Nick and I had our little breakup between February and May when we weren't speaking and I was like, this is the time to launch my YouTube career. Okay, I wondered what happened actually. We don't we have not- a whole podcast episode dedicated to it. <laughs> okay. Episode twenty four. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> we can also tell you some behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're back and better than ever. We set our vows to each other. Literally, it was the most embarrassing thing ever. Um, but so tender. <laughs> but when I started the YouTube stuff, I like got paralyzed with like an intense anxiety about it and I think like doing creative like online content creating is so much easier with another person like the podcast is exponentially easier than doing anything solo just like having another person makes it so much easier that like I kind of went into the YouTube thing and I was like, oh, like I've been podcasting. This is going to be easy money. Like I will figure this out. Not easy, actual money. But I thought it would be simple. Right. Like where are those sponsorships? Mm -hmm. But I was like immediately like turned the camera on and I was like, oh, I don't know how to talk. So I feel like I feel that very, very hard. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Also just with, um, I see even now I fucking hate talking about this but just like gaining like a following it does put like pressure on I like started a TikTok because I was like like months ago because I was like I just need a platform where like no one is I don't know there's no expectation of me because I literally just started OnlyFans one day randomly with like 900 Instagram followers and then was like oh shit I should probably like try to like build myself up on other platforms just so I can like actually make a good amount of money on this platform um and then I just started a TikTok because I was like I just don't want this like expectation of like oh I, it's like Lou forever and I'm like this like sexy like you know fantasy whatever and then I got concept fo- uh, yeah exactly yeah. okay I, that needs to be the title of this podcast I think concept a sexy concept <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and then I fucking not okay once again I'm like oh my god and then I got followers on there too but like then I did (laughs) now I'm like (laughs) oh my god but like that is that is factually what happened it is the facts of what happened and then now it's extremely hard for me to create anything on there too just because I'm like oh my god there's like people watching and blah 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 well TikTok's fucking brutal yeah TikTok is like 
I mean, in my, what I've noticed is like so much more brutal than like any other. Like people would not leave, people would not leave the comments that they do on TikTok on like Instagram or something. Yeah. It's such a like high risk, high reward app because it's so (laughs) easy to like. Yes, Victoria Paris. (laughs) Stop. I hate her. I blocked her like, okay, that's, that's. Did you not see the video, the interview of her where she literally said that? Oh, really? She said that exact thing? There was an interview of her that's, like, going around, like, today, where she's, like, it's, like, so high-risk, high-reward. Ew! I, like, put in all this work. I thought you were quoting her. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cut everything I just said. Yeah, I was, that was satire. <laughs> that was camp. Lou that was is camp, just, like, yeah. eons ahead of us. Wait, who's this, who's this lady? You, like, don't even need to know. She's yeah. a TikTok she's girl She's, like, a New who... York, uh... I guess the influencer now, but she just like started making TikToks of just like her. It was kind of like that girl, like what you guys were talking about, that kind of like. Um, yeah. She was like style. initially really popular for doing like thrift hauls and being like a secondhand baddie. And then she started like gaining a following. And now she like only wears like expensive stuff and like PR and like is clearly making a lot of money. But She's getting a lot of hate because, I mean, rightfully so. She just blocks people. Like, like she spends most of her day blocking people. Yeah, I don't want to, like, I mean, not to say that I was, like, What's what of... she going to do, block you? <laughs> yeah, right? I wish. I actually, I actually blocked her first because she kept popping up on my For You page. <laughs> Lou said, beat you to it, bitch. Lou said, I don't get blocked. I block. <laughs> Because I always got weird vibes from her, even through, like, the screen. And I was like, this girl is just weird, and she's super popular. And I was just like, I just don't want this. I go on TikTok to, like, not see people that I, like, know. Because, like, actual social media gets too overwhelming sometimes. But I still want to, like, be entertained. So I was just like, eh. Not that I know her, also. <laughs> I mean, that's totally oh God, fair. Nick. I have, like... <laughs> you're okay wait nick's face just froze but his eyes are just going in different directions <laughs> this is that my sometimes. face lou <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's it's my face when i try to see two pretty best friends <laughs> yeah eyes back here buddy <laughs> yeah yeah my eyes are down here mm, i'm gonna keep them up there <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like you can't like can you believe, Lou, wait, Lou knew me? I'm oh, sorry, this sorry. is just no, hitting no, no, me. You're fine. I'm I just like, I'm like, oh my God, Lou. What I was going to say was not interesting. Say your piece. Like, Lou knew me before I came out. You she, knew Straight Nick? She knew She knew me from like another, like. No, no one ever knew Straight Nick. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Straight Nick, not even a concept. <laughs> that Sometimes was- I wonder if I'm. Sometimes I wonder if I'm gay because uh, because you met Lou. No, because, because <laughs> Wait, Lou. No, I. <laughs> okay. That'd be so mean. Um, I wasn't gay until I met you. Uh, no, I wonder if like my name being Nick has to do with me being gay. I'm just like if like if my name was like Gordon Ca- Cameron or something <laughs> like you know. Yeah, if you were like Chet. That's a real Russian roulette. <laughs> no, I feel like if you were Chet, you'd be even gayer. I feel like I'd be... Anyways, so yeah, Lou knew straight Nick. That's not what I was implying, uh, but no, it's just funny because my life is like kind of divided into 
two major sections and it's like mm-hmm. before and after yeah lou was there for the transition <laughs> yeah did i come out to you though because i came out when i was like 17 did i have that talk with you because if i, I only had the you only had the weed talk yeah if i only had the weed you were just talk, like oh well that... based on how that went I'm <laughs> You're like, he seems really homophobic, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I'll keep it to myself. Not chill at all. (laughs) I don't remember you telling me, but I do remember knowing. Okay. Could it it have been? She told you telepathically as a concept. Yeah. Were you like, were you, were you out to the point where like someone could have like told me that? I don't, I feel like it's something I would have told you, but I, I maybe we both just knew. (laughs) about each other yeah i was yeah I, yeah well i feel like the podcast knows all about nick's coming out do you want to talk about yours they're bored sure. of nick's story yeah <laughs> yeah um <laughs> thank you for the question Clare. Um, you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i'm a professional interviewer can you tell um yeah so i broke up with my like high school boyfriend um who <laughs> <laughs> shout out we can't put his name in the podcast anyways um yeah we broke up when i was 17 and then i that kind of just like after we broke up i just kind of started that was when i started my kind of like high school like partying like experimenting with like um just like experimenting with alcohol um just going out (laughs) what sort of experiments (laughs) Uh, well (laughs) just you wait no and then I would just like kind of like fool around with girls and I was like but this doesn't like mean anything because I'm just drunk and then I finally was like New Year's yeah I know yeah it's really not a unique story but yeah it was like New Year's of like whenever I had a really hard time with like years I want to say it was like New Year's turning into like 2014 but I was just like okay yeah like I'm by and then but yeah that's kind of it I didn't really have any like like my family is very I didn't even need to come out to my family they don't care and um I didn't like start dating a woman immediately I just kind of like figured out that that was my identity and was like cool I like I definitely like I don't know wait are you straight Clare? no okay so like and Nick you're like she's a lesbian yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm a lesbian with a cis het boyfriend so (laughs) it's a concept but yeah i it's a concept yeah i was just never taught about like bisexuality so i would like all growing up i would be like oh like i would like check out girls and be like oh my god like they're like cute or whatever but then i would be like i'm not a lesbian though like this is weird and i would like think about a guy and then be like okay yeah i'm like into that too and then i just felt honestly i felt really weird for like a large part of my life because i was just like am i like a creep for like thinking that like I met this girl and I think she's cute or like whatever. Um, and then this is I was, very like, relatable. No, just... yeah. yeah, like I felt no, like a pervert sometimes because I was just like, why am I like I'm just hanging out with like my friend, but like she's I think she's cute and I'm like into her, whatever. I don't know. I was very confused about it and then finally like realized. But yeah, I just I feel like us growing up, we were like taught about like being gay and that's fine or being straight, but like being bi was like never discussed. Yes. Girl, I'm still figuring it out. I feel like, I mean, it's like, it is more, not more confusing, but it is confusing. There's just a lot of like gray area. And then especially like, I mean, being in a relationship, a straight relationship doesn't, I don't know. I don't like run around screaming I'm bi because I don't always want to like defend it. Yeah. 
because oh my god yeah because some people are like oh but you're with a guy so like can you even say that yeah I, exactly and then I'm just like I I like don't f- <laughs> I'm so bad at like explaining my Nick is laughing at me no I'm laughing <laughs> I'm thinking about uh I just think I've always been so bad at articulating my like feelings and my thoughts around it that I have a really hard time like standing up for myself if someone was ever to say like oh like well you're in a relationship with a guy I would just be like yeah I am okay bye I mean (laughs) that's just fucking stupid I'm yes like (laughs) because it's like you know the term right bisexual it's like yeah could you define it for us well no I mean it's just it's like it is no, really, I know. It's just so stupid. It's like, whatever. Anyways. But no, yeah. it's an, uh, Clary, what you were saying about like it feeling not valid for because you're in a relationship with Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, one of my one of my guy friends who's in a straight relationship who is bi, like feels actually the same way that you do of like, well, I don't think people are going to are going to like think that this is, you know, valid. Um or like a real thing. Okay, well, every bi person I ever have talked to has like said the exact same sentiment. So I'm like, okay, if we all have this like collective thought, let's like Stop. deal with it and then like <laughs> accept that like that's a part of it, you know? Yeah, I recently had someone because um, since me and my partner, who's a woman, like aren't together anymore, someone asked me like, oh, well, do you think you're gonna switch back? And I was just like. What an inappropriate question. <laughs> yeah, that was not my next question. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. it's like in that moment too, like what what do you even say? Like am I going to take the time out of my day to be like, actually, uh, you're being like biphobic or – I mean, I don't know if that, I would say that's biphobic, but just like problematic, I guess, is like a good word for it. Just Well, it's um, also just like – Narrow-minded. <laughs> or it's when like, you break you up with someone, <laughs> do you like plan who your next partner is? That's <laughs> so that weird. That too. Yeah, that's a, that's such a strange thing to ever. I'm like, you wouldn't ask a straight person that. Like, yeah. Oh, you broke up with your boyfriend. Like, have you selected your next one yet? <laughs> like, yeah. Let yeah. me just like take out my like little battery pack here and just like boop switch. Okay, straight now. <laughs> no, yeah. And also, the idea that by people yeah. are more. <laughs> it would make my like... life a lot simpler. <laughs> <laughs> like the idea that by people are more like promiscuous. Or, yeah, like, that also has always baffled me. Yeah, or that we just, like, well. can't choose. Yes. Yeah, and it, it's just so, it's weird hearing people from, um, like, it's weird hearing straight people who, have, like, are not in touch with their own sexuality at all, like, talk about non-straight sexualities. Because it's just, it really just illuminates how, like, out of touch they are in terms yeah. of, like, understanding their own, like, mentality and emotional like the emotional aspect of sexuality than like the physical i don't know it's 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 baffling yeah absolutely it's it's interesting like in a way i feel lucky that i'm not straight because it's caught like i've had to like do that uh, analysis and i feel like i'm better for that 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 straight people don't do because it's not because they're not challenged on it i feel like that analysis (laughs) that like analysis is what like led me to realize i wasn't straight kind of like what you were saying i'm like oh like i think this guy is attractive i'm into that but like also like i think this girl's attractive like what does it mean like kind of forced me to analyze whereas like i mean if i'd never thought it i would have just been straight i guess yeah (laughs) i think that's how straightism happens well lou are 
like how has your has your bisexuality changed since you were 17 yeah I definitely used to be like when I was 17 I was like oh like I'm I like girls but I might I don't see myself like I don't know I feel like once again every like bisexual person kind of goes through this where you're like I like the other gender but I don't see myself like ending up with them I still was very like um kind of like trained by like heteronormativity to be like oh but I'm still gonna like end up with like a husband one day and then yeah just as I've like grown up it's just like that is not how I feel at all (laughs) I don't know like obviously I can't like Clary just said it's not like I can be like oh well now I'm think I'm gonna end up with a wife one day it's just like I um I don't I feel like the lens of heteronormativity has been like lifted for me finally just as like time goes on I'm just like it's literally it just depends on like on the person like anything anything goes which is <laughs> that's like what people say about uh bisexual people too that's just like oh well you think anything goes and it's like i mean kind of yeah <laughs> like you <laughs> like maybe try it sometime yeah <laughs> yeah like i definitely used to i don't know it's like weird because even though it's like people who are bi are like oh you can't there's no like I like this gender more I like this gender more it's just like I like everyone it doesn't matter but I definitely used to be like oh I'm like 60 40 like I just like guys a little more and that's just I mean once again heteronormativity is how I thought of it but yeah now it's like there's no really comparison whatsoever it's like you're attracted to them in a different in a different way but not like necessarily of different magnitudes yeah yeah well I mean I feel like it's just like it depends on who the person is. Like I can't – I mean in my experience, it's like I couldn't be like, okay, so if there's 7 billion people in the world, I know for a fact I am attracted to 70% that identify as male and 30% that I'm like – it doesn't work like that. It's like I'd have to look at each one individually and like have a conversation with each one and then I could tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like – I mean very like person to person – so I, th- I mean, because I definitely used to do the same thing where I'm like, well, it's more like fucking percents. Why do people care so much about percents? Like, I don't know. I yeah, humans are very like humans need things to be in boxes, and it's like even if you're like I'm out of the box, it's like, but to what extent? <laughs> but yeah, could you like find a different box, box to be in? It's honestly, sexuality is exhausting. I don't even like. I think I honestly prefer the term just queer because even bisexuality, it's like, oh well, what about someone who? um is non-binary like then you're not attracted to like men or men or women or whatever so um i don't know also just the internet is a weird place it's like oh so you're bi so you wouldn't date someone who like doesn't you know abide by gender this weird trend of like people who people who are like i'm bisexual and then they're immediately labeled like a bigot (laughs) yeah so i think queer yeah but i think i think that's mainly like 16 year olds like Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have any yeah. questions specifically about my sexuality, I can clear up <laughs> any sort of attraction. But, like, I don't need 16-year-olds on the internet to tell me I'm transphobic because I use the term bisexual. Yeah, You know what I mean? Once again, we're on a case-by-case basis. Like, if I meet you and I'm attracted to you, you can – it falls under the umbrella of a term that I'm yeah. using. You know what I mean? It's also – like labels are actually a very very limited use and like in terms of what they're actually good for like me calling myself gay is 
kind of good in a very limited context, I guess, or works in a limited context. And then there's like a lot of other stuff that kind of comes along with that word that isn't actually a part of it. Um, Well, I mean, once again, language is just like sounds we're using to infer different things. And if you took away all labels, people would just be doing their thing, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, like I've met, I don't know. I've met people and some friends who, um, who do think in that like seventy percent girl, thirty percent guy type of spectrum, whatever. Um, and but but they say like, yeah, I think I'm like ninety five percent one way, but there's like a little bit of interest. And then they're like, but I like, do I call myself straight or do I call myself bisexual? And I'm like, you literally call yourself whatever you want. Like the label is like yours to use it's not yeah. like a cat it's not like a club that you're joining it's just a word that you are you have to fill out an application to convey some <laughs> to convey some information um yeah. it's yeah. just weird how much more weight we give labels than like people's experiences and like live Whew. reality Seriously. Yeah. wow Nick. Literally two girls multiple brain cells yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so many brain cells today yeah. We have one extra brain cell in the mix today. You're welcome. Thank you, Lou. <laughs> so, is the question... <laughs> Claire, do you have a question? As I think of my... No, I mean, I kind of want to hear, like, more about your experience with OnlyFans, if you're cool talking about it. Like, yeah. what got you into it? How, like... Yeah. I know there's a been a bunch of step. stuff lately with yeah. the app. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. Um, but, yeah, like... How, yeah, just kind of fill us in on... When did you first hear about OnlyFans? Your journey <laughs> till now. I feel like I heard about OnlyFans like four months before I started it. Like whenever it started to get like a lot of popularity. And when I... So when I moved like where I live now, um, I knew that I wanted... I'm like in a bigger city than I was. And like I knew that I wanted to do some form of like sex work. And I thought that it was going to be dancing. Um, but I was going to university and I was getting like basically like my scholarships were so good that I was getting pretty much paid to go to school so I didn't I like wasn't short on money at all and then I like a savings getting me by like college too and then in February I like ran out of money and so I was like okay like I had been hearing about OnlyFans for months thinking about it for months and I also like this is just when I started doing more like photo shoots with um, friends who are like photographers and stuff. And we would do. Wait, when did you start OnlyFans? In February of 2020. So, yeah, I started in February 2020 just because I was started or had been doing photo shoots like with um, friends who were like photographers and stuff. And I was doing, I would do like, it would be kind of like boudoir, I guess. Um, and so, like, it wasn't really anything that I wanted really out there for free but it also wasn't like extremely sexual or like lewd so I was just like okay well I'm just gonna start an OnlyFans I didn't even tell anyone I was like doing it I just like started one and um like you know when you like run stuff by your friends and then it's just like I didn't want like anyone's like thoughts about it except for like my own so I just like started it and then was just posting stuff like that until um August of 2020 I was about to go back to school for like my last um year and then my scholarships just got like my parents started making a little more money so my scholarships just got like taken away completely and so yeah which is 
so so fucked up like our school system is so fucked our everything uh, yeah yeah everything actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and so then i was like also covid so i was like i'm not gonna pay like tens of thousands of dollars just to yeah. be on basically facetime with my teachers um and so then i was like okay well that's when i started like caring more about social media because i was like okay i need to like build up um like a following if i want to like actually make some good money off of this and yeah, I said before, but I had like, when I started OnlyFans, I had like 900 followers on Instagram and like, I think like 150 on Twitter. Like I had no following, which like looking back, I'm like, girl, what? Like <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel logging on to my fucking 1100 followers every day. And I'm like, hey, besties. <laughs> But that's what you need. Like, that's really, like, all you need is just confidence and just to fucking go for it. Um, And then, yeah, I just started, like, posting more and then um, kind of, like, exploring more. Like I said, I've done, like, a couple, like, YouTube videos and stuff. And I started, like, TikTok. But nothing I've really been, like, super passionate about, I guess. Um, And so, yeah, now I'm just sticking to OnlyFans. And, like, um, it has turned into more like hmm, how do I say this (laughs) less like you know less like kind of like artsy stuff and more just like nudes which is like a fun a good fun sexy time I think like for me it was like stuff I was doing anyways like photos I was taking anyways and I was like yeah I'll like you know share them like make some money um so it's definitely like transformed over time but like I don't know I personally think it's a lot of fun like I know a lot of people see especially now is like OnlyFans has gotten so popular and there are people that romanticize the shit out of it and make it seem like it's just like easy money. Like anyone can get on and just make like tens of thousands of dollars. And like, we've all seen the memes of like, this is the house I bought with my like OnlyFans money, like blah, blah, blah. And so it's well, I feel like, like it's like kind of like mystified almost because it's not, I mean, it's obviously not free. So like you can't just like hop on it. Like, other like porn sites I mean you can't just go on and like Mm -hmm. see what's happening so I feel like there is like a little bit of like mystery behind it on like what what is going on here you know it's like what is the concept (laughs) of OnlyFans well because I know some people have OnlyFans and like use it like a Patreon like they're using it for like Mm. totally non-sex work related stuff Mm -hmm. which is also a little confusing to me because like wasn't that what it was designed for but yeah yeah that I mean that kind of thing it's kind of like I don't know it's tricky because if you are just posting stuff that's like patreon worthy and it's not actually sex work related it's like just stay on patreon then but also if you're that person and you can have multiple streams of income like that then great um but yeah i mean i so yeah i've obviously like seen things like that or that are just like only fans is so like romanticized and like it definitely like absolutely is but i think the people that think that at the same time just like think that i don't know I've just seen like stories and like videos of people being like, I started OnlyFans and I regret it so much. Like my entire life is ruined because I made no money on OnlyFans. And it's just like, first of all, like it is exactly what you make it. Like you do need to know exactly what you're getting yourself into. But I personally just like have fun with it. I think it's fun talking to like the people that subscribe to me and just like, it's like intimacy, but it's also like, I've also like had conversations, conversations with people who are like, um, having like a sexual or sexual like a sexuality awakening sexual awakening not like a sexual awakening but like an awakening about like their own sexuality i'm like blundering my way through this sentence (laughs) no you've talked to people who are like discovering that they're attracted to like women yes 
and they're yeah, like discovering yeah, yeah. their queerness like discovering that they're not like fully straight there's something to be like um like proud about there and <laughs> lose lose power <laughs> i'm like, <laughs> like just turning everyone gay and then talking to them about it but yeah no um Good. or just people that are like dream job <laughs> <laughs> People that are like, oh, it's like me and my partner and like we subscribe and like uh, like watch your stuff or like all like talk to them and they're talking about like their like sex lives also and like bring something mm-hmm. into that as well. So it's like, oh, wow. I don't know, it's not um, people think people who are like anti sex work think that sex work is just like dirty, like, I don't know, you're just like whoring yourself out on the Internet, like that kind of thing. But it's actually a really cool way to like create a safe community for people who are discovering their sexuality or like people who are in a partnership who are trying to be like more open or whatever the case may be and that's been my experience so it's always been positive for me is what I'm trying to say that's so cool that's amazing (laughs) yeah Yeah. it seems like it's also like what you make of it in terms of uh, a, a fan you know it's like if you want to have an experience like that like there's people there who can give you that and then if you just want nudes you can yeah if you just want like yeah yeah if you just want like (laughs) hardcore porn there are so many people that make that on OnlyFans, and you can definitely find that but like i don't know i like to think that i like my OnlyFans is a little more like wholesome at least i think it's like really cool (laughs) to get messages that are like wholesome OnlyFans. OnlyFans. my god um yeah i think it's cool to get messages like that where people are like oh my god i never realized i was like into this or i never realized i was into like women or whatever the case may be and um so that i like help them just feel more or just even with how like just even with us talking and me being like oh yeah i'm like um you know the whole like labels conversation and being like queer is just can be a more like safe label it's like people don't not everyone like thinks about this stuff or if they do they don't always have like a place where they can go to talk about it so that's kind of like oh yeah that's, that's amazing what i like to provide i didn't realize there i've was never the, like, i've DMs literally never thought about that aspect of it i i don't know if it's not glaringly obvious but i am not a user of only fans i did try to subscribe <laughs> to someone one time and it got flagged as fraud on my account oh. the same and i was like I yeah I'm like was it me (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) but that no that's really cool yeah not to like literally never thought about that yeah it's interesting it's also interesting just what it's turned into because I obviously never thought that it would be anything like this or that I would even feel this way about this um Mm -hmm. but yeah I think like obviously I said I'm still trying to like find who I am in like the social media space but like I think if anything that would be you know just like sex positivity and like queer openness <laughs> can be like kind of the themes that I would want to like go for mm-hmm. I don't know also it's I mean like, there's a market for that dude <laughs> yeah doing what you're doing because that's like people want that yeah oh, I think yeah. also it's like a pretty common thing like you know dancers will like talk about this too how like people will come to the strip club and just pay them to just like talk it's like sex workers kind of are like the original therapist i'm so sorry i saw a tiktok today of a man who said that pre-covid he used to go to the strip club and make the girls like he would pay for like private dances but would just like make them chew up a candy bar and like spit it at him 
And I've been thinking about that for like 12 hours. I love that he was like, this was pre-COVID. And I'm like, that does not make this like really (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it crazy that I did that pre-COVID? Like wouldn't do that now, huh? (laughs) Yeah, right. What's happening? Right? It's like, sure. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I love that. I would love to spit candy at someone. I want to spit candy at Nick. <laughs> I want to eat candy spat at me by Claret. <laughs> we can do that at a show. Oh my god. And like, uh, listeners, my DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> uh, what was. Oh, well, first, just a comment. Lou, you have no idea how many of my friends in high school who did not think that they were attracted to women said to me at some point in high school you're friends with lou oh my god she's so pretty Aww. <laughs> like I, think, I was raising I my think, hand in agreement Aww. it felt like it felt like everyone i'd ever met and i was like oh my god thanks. <laughs> i was like yeah i only hang out with beautiful people that's so, so cute <laughs> since we're having lou praise corner i like fully remember in high school like finding your instagram or your facebook or something and like again it was like a friend of a friend thing and i was just like she is so pretty i mean i'm like not gay or anything but like she's so beautiful (laughs) (laughs) you guys are making me blush good thing good thing our listeners can't see our listeners there are listeners now so (laughs) (laughs) um only listeners (laughs) yeah so i I find it fascinating how we we talked in the beginning and you said that you had an undiagnosed anxiety disorder Mm -hmm. um and then now it's diagnosed um and (laughs) (laughs) very much so well I just uh I'm wondering like someone with an anxiety disorder is not who I would imagine going to OnlyFans oh yeah it is like the most fucked up game of Russian roulette (laughs) (laughs) it's yeah i think i don't know i it's some sort of like i was gonna say like humiliation kink i'm gonna say like pain and discomfort kink no it's it's a it's like a tough mix between like i'm super anxious and being perceived makes me you know obviously doesn't help but also like pushing it like that kind of makes me like feel alive kind of gives me a little bit of like uh i think i'm also just Just the kick i need (laughs) mm, yeah it really gets me going in the morning i don't know honestly i i don't really have like an answer as to like why i'm like i don't know maybe i'm also just like vain and like narcissistic where i'm just like well people want to see it so (laughs) (laughs) i I feel like it's similar to like okay i remember one time as someone with an undiagnosed anxiety disorder I remember one time in a college acting class, I was saying to someone, like, I just hate, like, vulnerability. Like, ew, disgusting. And she was like, well, you must love theater then. And I was like, actually, I do. Because it's fucking terrifying. And it, like, forces me to be vulnerable. And it's, like, it's, I mean, not a humiliation. It's also, like, like acting. (laughs) So it's, like, it's a way to, like, try being vulnerable. But it's not you. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. dipping a toe in it and it's like doing something that like challenges your anxiety. I'm speaking for you in like a way that's like scary, but like fruitful, right? Fruitful, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Well, also, it's like, (laughs) also, if you think about it, like what you do online is very like edited. So it's like, I can sit in my room, I can be in my own comfort space. But I can be like, I'm very in control of everything that goes on. There's no one telling me what to do or putting me in any sort of like, you know, if I had like a manager, or like telling me, putting me in like an uncomfortable position. So it's like, I can take my own photos, I can edit them how I like, I can take my own videos, I can edit them how I like, like all of that. And so it's like, as much as it is kind of putting myself out there and almost like, I mean, obviously the most vulnerable way you can because of the content that it is. Um, It's also like, I'm very much in a comfortable, comfortable space where I am in control of everything. So it's like, yeah, I have like anxiety and it's hard. It's hard to post things. It's hard to promote myself. I feel really weird doing it. But like, A, it's good practice to like not be like that. And B, it's like, <laughs> B, it's like I'm never like caught off guard by anything because I know exactly what's going to happen. And so that's not, it doesn't play into my fears as like an anxious person. Well, that's interesting. Wow. I love that. I'm like processing. Yeah, no, same. That <laughs> no, makes total sense. Lou speaks though. and I'm like five seconds of silence for processing. Well, I feel like there's like two types of people. I mean, I could be very wrong, but I feel like there's two types of people like who are anxious and it's either like people... <laughs> Who are on OnlyFans or people who aren't. Exactly. You're either on OnlyFans or you're not. Need I say more? Yeah. But there's people who like lean into it and like challenge their anxiety and then like people who absolutely run and hide from it, right? Yeah. I also think, I don't know, I really like when you do something that like is out of your comfort zone and then you get like good feedback on it. Like that feeling is just so incredible. Um, And yeah I also just I've worked enough regular jobs where I'm just like this is giving me more anxiety than this so I think I'll go with this <laughs> yeah I yeah no one on my OnlyFans has ever spoken to me disrespectfully ever I have and yeah I mean we've all I I Lou I'm like sh- shocked that you point- haven't had like one that's like, like the other thing is like degrading message. <laughs> I'm like maybe they are, and I'm just into it. <laughs> yeah, we look at them and we're like, yeah, no, like, super nice it. community. We're like, yeah, everyone's being so nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, love this community you've cultivated here. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, just express how you feel. Um, <laughs> no, I. What was I saying about that? I've never been. Oh, yeah. No, that's another, like, huge stigma about um, OnlyFans. And, like, I mean, everyone's experience is different. But I, people say, like, oh, you, you're, like, selling your soul for the price of, like, a chai latte or whatever the fuck. And just have people, like, gladly. Done. <laughs> fucking love chai lattes. Um, <laughs> and then just to have people degrade you and disrespect you. And I have, like, never been disrespected on my OnlyFans. Your body is just renting, renting your soul, you know? So it's like, (laughs) might as well use the body. There's no one. What, Clary? I was trying to make a dumb joke. okay. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. (laughs) I I was trying to say, so do you mean if I start on OnlyFans, there's no one to write me up for insubordinance? I mean, unless you want there. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. God. No, I'm not into I'm not into being written up for insubordinates <laughs> okay. actually. You were just like, cry. don't write just me. I have to say that. <laughs> 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 don't fire me. Oh, no. I'll do anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what um what attracted you to 
like uh, sex work as a whole i guess <laughs> whole <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, um i don't i think just, honestly just, just keep saying whole <laughs> yeah uh. yeah <laughs> honestly i think just like the money and the freedom because like mm. you can i mean before i was considering dancing even then like you make such good money you can like well, okay, also, I'm sorry, I don't want to, like, glamorize sex work and, like, glamorize dancing, because I know sometimes people make, like, $50 in a night or less than that, so, yeah, Ugh. not trying to do that by saying this, but um, you can make a decent amount of money and just have, like, more freedom, you can, like, actually, I'm not going to speak on dancing because I don't know that much about it, but um, as far as, like, OnlyFans goes, like, I set my own schedule, I, like, I basically decide how much I want to make. I sound like such a dick. I'm like, I decide. Own it, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I decide how much I want to work. I decide how, like, what the price is. Like, I, it's just like the complete freedom. Like, I definitely am not, I mean, it's super, super rare that people make tens of thousands of dollars off of OnlyFans. It's incredibly rare. If you are, like, seeing stuff like that, anyone who's listening and you think that that is, like, the norm, it is so not. Um, starting wage yeah right $10,000 actually <laughs> just a small loan to get you started um <laughs> I'd, I'd come on cam however many times I needed to if that was if that was guaranteed people would pay me to stop <laughs> <laughs> enough <laughs> it'd be like never mind Start a GoFundMe. Start a GoFundMe. It's like, make Nick stop coming on camera. (laughs) But yeah, honestly, like listening to myself talk about this, I think just the freedom. It's, yeah, of course the money, but the money is extremely um, unpredictable. So I'm just going to say the freedom of it. Has it, um, is it still, is it still unpredictable? Like to this, to this day? Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know what point you have to get to where it's like, you always In terms of where it's like settled into some type of. Yeah, I feel like that General might, range. yeah, because I've also seen people, like, talking about it online, like, other sex workers, and it, it's a huge reason why the job is so draining, because you can put in the same exact amount of work that you did the day before and make, like, way, like, less money, basically. It's kind of just, like, yeah, just the way that it comes and goes, but you also just have to have faith that, like, it'll come back. This so it's making my anxiety disorder worse. <laughs> I'm like, wow, is that why I'm so fucked in the head? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But (laughs) yeah, no, it's like, that is, to be honest, like, um, I do like having like one other, like real job just to like, make sure that I do have that like consistent money. Um, Because it is, it can be really like anxious making, um, especially because OnlyFans takes like a week to process your money. So it's like you can make like a certain amount, but you're not going to get it for a week. So if your rent is due halfway through the week, then like you might not be able to make your rent, which is like really scary, obviously. Um, so I honestly think OnlyFans is a really good side job. Like it's it's a great like side hustle. Mm. Um, and yeah, super rare that anyone could make like really make it as like a sex worker. And if you do, then there's, there's like other things that you're doing. There's other like maybe you're on like multiple sites or you have like sugar daddies or you're also a dancer and you do only fans or like whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's 10 options. Pick three. Um, yeah. 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 That makes yeah. Sense. <laughs> so why do you think only fans has like 
become like so popular because I feel like I mean at least as long as I've been watching porn like I feel like the general attitude is like why would you ever pay for porn um, yeah and and then so it's, it's been very interesting to see OnlyFans like blow up and see people who were saying that like pay like $12 for like one person mm-hmm. I it has think been an interesting shift to like see in our lifetime in How the much last couple changed? of years I feel like yeah I think people are just getting sick of like how cheesy porn is. Like it's not an intimate experience. And that's like, I think what people are at the root, even if you are watching, like if you're paying for someone's OnlyFans and it is like extremely hardcore porn or whatever, it's still someone who you could like go on Instagram and maybe it's someone you follow. Like it's someone, you know, who already like has a platform and all that stuff. Obviously because it's OnlyFans, it's like made for people that have platforms that then want to show like a more like intimate side of themselves. Um, but yeah, I think people are just getting like kind of over how over like saturated it is and how like extreme it is because it's I don't know I I don't personally get super like turned on by porn anymore because I'm just like it's just it's all fake like it's just two people who don't know each other pretending and that doesn't feel super sexy to me personally. Um, so I think yeah I think just like the realness of it and also just because. I mean, yeah, like I said, you can go on there and see, like, your favorite, like, Instagram model and, like, see, like, exclusive photos or whatever and probably, like, have a greater chance of actually talking to them than you would on, um, like, Instagram. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, Sorry. No, that that was the end of my sentence. (laughs) What are your thoughts about, like, celebrities and people with, like, a huge following? Like, I'm not talking about, like, people with... 10 to like 50,000 but the like Tana Mojos and the like what's God, what's her name? Bella Thorne. Thank you. Yeah. Like what do you <laughs> think about that? Because I feel like I definitely saw both sides to the argument. I know it's like on one hand like yeah like get in your bag. On the other hand I mean Bella Thorne's different because like straight up that was just bullshit. Like her like being like oh I'm just gonna join to like make a documentary. First of all no one needs your fucking documentary about OnlyFans. Like what? what? Like no one I needs mean, your documentary. Period. No one needs no your offense, opinion. Yeah. And that's a message to anyone listening. <laughs> if you're making whatever, a documentary, whatever stop idea it. you have, no one cares. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Unless it's this podcast or lose creative endeavors, we don't care and we don't support it. Um, and I you're bad if you do. Yeah. <laughs> you're a bad person. <laughs> Um, I definitely, like, I'm on the side of, I mean, like I said, OnlyFans was kind of created for people who already have followings, so, like, if a celebrity wants to do it, like, I'm not against it, because, like, I don't know, I think the other side of this argument is, like, on one hand, of course, like, bigger uh, artists or, like, maybe a celebrity, it's like, yeah, like, get in your bag. On the other hand, like, smaller um, sex workers like to say, like, oh, you're just, like, taking money away, like, from us by, like, being on the platform, but, like, the reality is that like if someone wants to pay for your content they will like someone like tana mojo's like first of all her uh only fans is free so she only does like pay-per-view content also on who's there. like looking at like like a smaller creator on only fans and then like someone with like two million followers and being like oh like which one <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to like get like canceled in the community for saying this, but I'm like, it's just do it. <laughs> it's also just like you have to like know that like 
you got you know you got the spots like there, someone's going to pay for what you have to offer a celebrity being on mm-hmm. OnlyFans, unless somehow a celebrity has like if their following somehow just like overtook and like made the platform crash by like how many people were like subscribing to them at a time yeah of course that's like upsetting that would upset me um but i don't think like it's right to just like ban celebrities off of like the platform at the same time i think what bella thorne did was wrong i think like because she was straight up like it was like uh, a scam scamming people yeah so it's yeah. like yeah if a celebrity is gonna scam people but like not every celebrity like will and it's also like that's a problem to be taken up with only fans not with that person because it should be only fans mm. job to like you take know take care of the creators take well, care I mean, of the yeah, creators like, yeah get your bag but don't scam people that's like a whole separate <laughs> argument Racketeer. yeah right yeah yeah uh, and like i know after all of that happens, my kink. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know after all that happened too <laughs> yeah um they were just like okay well we'll just make like our um you can't have like a pay-per-view video that's like more than two hundred dollars or something and like my take on that i was like your pay-per-views are what like some people are making their pay-per-view <laughs> content two hundred dollars i follow a guy who sells videos for two hundred dollars and i'm like bitch you think what could you possibly yeah. have that is worth two? like <laughs> genuinely truly honestly what could you possibly have that is worth two hundred dollars how long are these videos like, like what seven what minutes a- yeah. Oh, yeah. Not seven minutes long. of my life is like seven and a half minutes, and it's like it's a sex tape, and I'm like, I hope you've also found the cure for cancer in this video. <laughs> Two hundred dollars will buy me a Harry Styles concert ticket. So unless you're putting on a like feature length concert on your OnlyFans, I probably don't want to pay two hundred dollars. That's kind of outrageous. So, okay, but speaking of Lou, how do you set your prices? Um, basically on how much I love myself that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is the um, hottest thing I've ever heard. Oh my god. To me, it has to be something that is like worth it's like enough that it's like worth um worth buying. Like something that I would how much I would spend. So like my OnlyFans is like fifteen dollars um a month. Mm-hmm. And like to me it's like you have to think about it like carefully because it's like you can make your OnlyFans like expensive but you're not gonna have as many subscribers and you're not gonna have um as many people there to like buy your pay-per-view content and so it's like or you can make your like the only fans like five dollars and then only have like pay-per-view content but then sometimes people will just only subscribe to five dollars and then be like well i'm not really gonna pay more because i'm cheap um so So Rose yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's kind of like how I said List it. some names. <laughs> that's kind of like how I said it. And then same with like the pay-per-view content. It kind of just matters like what it is, I guess. But is the, um is fifteen dollars like is that? I've I have zero concept because I'm on a different side of the site. <laughs> I have zero concept of oh, like where that lands. It's a pretty like mid mid-range price i feel like people's okay. to me i see anywhere i mean i see people's that are like 50 dollars. that's not worth it to me but i see some that are like as much as 25 some are as low as five dollars um mm-hmm. you can also do like the reason i like it to be that price is because you can do like a sale you can do like a 50 percent off sale for like two dollars two dollars for two days and mm-hmm. so that way it's like okay my price is this but it's like if your price is too low it's like what are you gonna do like 50% off 
for a couple of days and have it be like 250 like that it, oh. that doesn't make sense uh, or they're 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 the ones where it's like always on sale mm-hmm. and i'm like like a banana republic where everything's always 40 percent off literally. i'm like if it's not if it's not 40 percent off like come back tomorrow and it will be yeah Ooh, that's yes Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't spend $80 on shorts at J. Crew the other day. Um, That's embarrassing. It is. You should be ashamed of yourself. And I am. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're nice shorts, though. It's worth it. They're, they are. They. I mean, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> what is worth it? Yeah, who's worth and what's it? Yeah. So. That's just what okay, that's, I like, though. I don't know. I'm, like, listening to my, myself say this, and I'm, like, maybe I should make it, like, higher. But I don't know. I also like having <laughs> it be, like, more accessible to more people. Use code like, brain cell for like, half off. <laughs> just what I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, how do you decide what to post just, like, on the timeline and what to uh, send in messages and what to make pay-per-view? Um, I mean, I don't know. Is it like asking the hard question? Is it I like feel. I don't know. Oh, okay. I just is yeah. it like based on like how explicit it is or based on like, how that explicit it is? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. And then um also like I'll post if I send like a video via like pay per view, I'll post like a small clip of it, like a couple seconds, just so people get kind of like an idea of like what it is, and then yeah. that way it's kind of like a free preview, and you can decide for yourself like if you want to buy it or not. Yeah, um, a trailer. If you want to invest the two hundred dollars, yeah. <laughs> if you have an extra two hundred, then that's when you would. This guy you know, doesn't post previews either. Shell up, <laughs> shell up, shell out. <laughs> he doesn't post. Pre- it's just a two hundred dollar wild card. Wow. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes it's really vague, and I'm like, I actually do. N- I don't like. What is this? Yeah, no I honestly love that for him. Oh yeah, I'm very okay. I'm so curious more about like interacting with fans and like that aspect of it mm-hmm. um i feel like that would probably be the thing that would make me the most nervous actually would talking be like to talking to other people yeah yeah i don't know i like it i like uh-huh. um, i like that people <laughs> i like that people feel comfortable enough to like ask me for things or like ask me questions or whatever because you can also make like customized content so like mm-hmm. um that's another like, good thing to like offer on your like OnlyFans and stuff so I don't know. I like I like kind of like getting to know and like building a relationship with the people that subscribe to my OnlyFans, um, just because it's a good way to like keep people wanting to like subscribe to you. And also, I don't know. I like to I like to know like who's who's there. Like what's up? <laughs> even like <laughs> even on like my Instagram, like I'll check my like message requests sometimes just because I'm like I don't know. I'm just interested in like what people have to say. I guess. I think it's, like, a cool feature. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any, like, experience with people you know following and, like, subscribing to your OnlyFans? Yeah. And you knowing that they know you? Okay. Yeah. Is that <laughs> weird? I used to get super weirded out by it. When I first started, I had a couple people from high school that I was just like, what? Like, it was, like, men, like, guys that I had, like, rejected in high school. And I from was the 100 like, hall. Yeah. What? <laughs> Guys from the 100 hall. <laughs> if, um, if you hung out in the 1 or 200 hall at South, like, I, you're you're dead in a ditch right now. <laughs> I wish I had any clue what you're talking about, but I kind of like that there's some mystery. I, I know, I love thing, the, so. like, classism of high school. Yeah. <laughs> Only by halls, though, not actually by anything else. <laughs> what was I going to say? Where was I going with that? 
oh yeah creepy um, high school boys yeah, yeah. and so i would just like block them yeah. but now i'm kind of just like i mean if you are playing me i don't really care mm. everyone from high school no <laughs> <laughs> but high school yeah, reunion <laughs> yeah you're like handing out that, business cards <laughs> yeah other than that, I've had, like, like hey you're all <laughs> yeah right other than that i've had like uh some people like my ex has had some friends like tell uh her that she's like subscribed to like her only fans and stuff that i'm like on and so i'm like um i don't really mind i'm kind of just like yeah i mean you know it is what it is there's no one like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if you yeah if you want to see it you can pay me uh <laughs> yeah how do you um do you do anything beyond like the watermark to like try to protect your stuff um i used to to like post stuff on like twitter when i was doing like um promotions and stuff oh i used to use reddit to promote and that was yeah. fucking crazy i reddit is like yeah. such a reddit's scary, wild it i couldn't do it it's like three dollars yeah. like watch me bust over my asshole with that already has coming in and i'm like three dollars <laughs> three dollars because doesn't only fans take like 250 of that like <laughs> yeah yeah it takes it takes the cut um, I was 50 cents like, to bust my asshole open I was, i'll yeah, pay I was you like, to watch this here. so yeah i used when i uh promoted on reddit i used to use watermark but i don't know now i i probably like should but i i don't like i think watermarks kind of ruin the photo so i'm it's know. it's a tightrope walk for sure i know i mean also like if you got a good thing going kind of like whatever right <laughs> <laughs> so what what is the most like difficult part about like making making the content like is it coming up with like an idea or like the the execution (laughs) costumes i don't know (laughs) nick is so on the opposite i'm so gay where i'm just like yeah what do you do exactly (laughs) i don't even know what that means Um, the hardest part of creating content is that i am a perfectionist and i will do the same thing over and over and over for hours until i wear myself out and then i won't have like a variety so like the biggest thing i've had Mm. to learn is like take an hour work on something and then move on and if like you're getting overwhelmed with what you're doing i feel like this goes for any sort of like content creation but like if you're getting overwhelmed with what you're doing just move on to something else because there's been so many times where i'll be like i can't like i'm stressed out i can't like do this tonight and then other than that something that is like the hardest for me obviously because anxiety is just like promoting myself because it's like what if i post this thing and i'm proud of it and then it doesn't get any attention which is like it sucks to have to like think about that because it's literally like your body and your like face and you're like i put so much work into my content and if no one likes it i'm just gonna like what flop like i get so in my head about that kind of stuff i'm just like oh my god it didn't get like this many likes in this many minutes and it's just like oh it's so exhausting is low-key serving my flop era but yeah i that's like been once again like i feel like that's something where it's like it is helpful for my anxiety to just be like shut the fuck up it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if this got like less likes or retweets or whatever the fuck because you'll post again tomorrow and it'll be fine like it's not the end of the world i guess and it also sucks that you have to like think about that stuff we all have to think about that stuff because obviously you want your content to do well no matter what it is i am so sorry i'm gonna run to the restroom really quickly do it you keep talking without me honestly that'll be fun to good see luck. what you guys said good luck with your diarying <laughs> 
crazy. I'm going to get water and a snack. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that as well, obviously, if you want. I Not have, that you need yeah. my permission. Women can do anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can. What did I miss? Uh, uh, nothing much. Actually, you missed kind of a funny joke there at the end, right before we went on our break. Oh, um, okay. That you'll see, read, you'll hear tomorrow in editing. Oh, good. I can't wait. Okay, my next question was Shoot. Okay. next like topic for us to explore. No, this is a question. <laughs> so, like body image question mark? How is that affected by like? Oh my god! Let's I'm talk so about it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that is something that like I. I've been getting super I have been until now because I've I've actually taken the summer pretty much off of OnlyFans like I've taken I've just been working like a regular job instead just because like honestly it did really start to wear on me how much I was just like literally just in my house by myself all the time literally all the time Mm. just like hyper focused on like myself and like what I look like um but yeah I so I've always had like I wasn't on social media for like a while. Like I was never super on social media in high school or anything. And so now like with me doing OnlyFans, like suddenly I'm just like thrown into this world where it's like, not only do I have to like put myself out there, but like I follow a bunch of other people who also do OnlyFans because like, I want to see what other people are like posting. And also it's a good idea to just like have mutuals in the community. So you guys can both help like boost your uh, Mm -hmm. like social medias and OnlyFans and stuff. And my self-confidence honestly took, like, a huge hit because when you're, like, how your body looks, how your face looks, how your hair looks, your makeup, everything is, like, tied to, like, how much money you're going to make, like, how much you're going to, like, be able to afford, like, if you're going to be able to pay your rent, all of that stuff, it's so, honestly, so damaging. And so it just really stressed me out. And, like, after, that's why I say OnlyFans would be a good, like, side job like a side hustle because like to have all of that to be focused on that all the time is like a lot and so I'm glad I like took some time off and I'm definitely ready to like get back into it but I was definitely just like oh my god like this girl has like a fatter ass than me so like why am I even like doing this like she probably makes so much more money than me I shouldn't even like try like all of those like (laughs) all of those feelings just were like going crazy for me and like I don't usually think like that like, I have, like, pretty good, like, self-confidence and stuff. We all have our, like, bad days, but. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on your accomplishment. See, that guy's even pretty people have insecurities. <laughs> You're not alone. And sometimes they don't. <laughs> no, but I do. And so it's just, like, that was all. It just became really overwhelming. Yeah. So, yeah, my body image definitely did take a huge hit. Like right, why... right when you started or was there delayed impact? No, over delayed impact for sure. Like over time, it just got uh, harder and harder to like feel good about myself, especially if you had like, like I was talking about how the money isn't consistent. If you're not making good money at the time and then you're also seeing, you know, posts that are just like, like girls will post their OnlyFans earnings and it'll be like Monday, $4,000, Tuesday, $5,000, like Wednesday, like $2,000. And it's just like, I wasn't making... I don't make thousands of dollars a day. So I was like, I don't know. It's hard. I'm also an extremely competitive person and I'm a sore loser. So if I see that kind of thing and then (laughs) you don't have, (laughs) you, maybe you have like, I don't know, like a bunch of tattoos. I'm like jealous of you or like, I don't know. I'm jealous of like your boobs or something. Like I will get down on myself about it and it makes Mm. me want to quit. 
So mm. that's good. <laughs> Super <laughs> healthy mindset over here. <laughs> but I think having the summer off has definitely helped that because now I'm just like, you know, like I said, it's only been a year. So it's like I'm have kind of like uh, decluttered my mind of all of that shit. And now I can just be like, okay, I know I want to be in this. I know I want to go back to it. And like, I know what I have to offer. So do you want it to be like your full time one and only gig? Or do you want to keep it as like a separate side? I think no matter what I do in on the internet, whether it be like YouTube, OnlyFans, I've been considering Twitch possibly. I just need to buy like an actual like PC setup for it. Or maybe not PC, I just just computer. This shows how much I know, honestly. Um, <laughs> You're going to do really well. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I believe like so yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're um, halfway there. <laughs> yeah, I'm already such a gamer girl. Can you tell? <laughs> oh my God. Um, but no, I think honestly, it's like a dream of mine to have like a like Twitch streaming platform where I can just have like maybe we should cut this part because I don't want to like give my secrets away. Wait, but this I kinda, is oh, yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, whoa, I kind of want to like provide that for like uh, people that don't want to like leave their house or like you know. I'm subscribed. To- <laughs> yeah absolutely oh my god yeah. Is, yeah it sounds fun right yeah that sounds like I a blast. <laughs> and if yeah. i can make we'll like cut that. <laughs> yeah right i was like as i was saying it i was like don't say anything i have a dream that and then it'll just bleep and then they'll be like what but what's the idea you n- yeah. you'll never Subscribe. know until it <laughs> until it's out then stay yeah. tuned these dreams are coming true okay well future. shit i'm glad it's a good idea because i'm like I don't know. I, Twitch is like mainly known for like uh, streaming, like gaming and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. like, ah, no, that's like a creative that. twist. That's like a good way to use the platform. That, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think no matter what I did on the internet, I think I would want to at least have like one day a week where I just work as a waitress somewhere, just because like it's just nice to be able to take yourself out of that sometimes and just be like a normal person. It's like really, I don't know. It's like obviously all of us want to be full-time content creators and whatever we want to do, but like it's very lonely at the same time. And I I don't like not practicing my like social skills and just, I don't know. I like, I also like that. I like being able to talk about like food and drinks and stuff with people. So I'm just like, oh, just like my one day a week where I'm like a normal person. <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. I say all this now where I'm like, yeah, I would want to have like a regular job at least one day a week or whatever, but I'm like, oh. I'd probably just want to be my own boss, like, 100%. Well, I feel like doing anything like that, like, service industry jobs, when you know that there's, like, an end in sight or, like, an end date or, like, it's a once-a-week thing, it makes it so much more enjoyable and you can actually do it, like, for the love of, like, human interaction or, like, talking about food or, like, making coffee or, like, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, when that is your sole source of income, it, like, is the most draining thing in the world but it can be like really fun if you're like able to do it just for the love of it and like Mm -hmm. that's awesome I used to work at a brewery and I really liked being able to like describe like beers to people and stuff I think it'd be fun to work at like a little like swanky cocktail lounge or something (laughs) have you had any uh have you like met a fan in real life like run into one oh my god at Target (laughs) Or your local um, smoothie shop? More so when I was, like, with my ex. But I did have someone uh, tell both of us that um, they were subscribed to our OnlyFans, like, at the bar. And he was like, I subscribed to both of you guys on OnlyFans. Like, love your work. 
<laughs> and you're like always loved to be a fan things by it me was, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, was, it was honestly hilarious like i think it's cool that someone would like have the balls to say that yeah and it's kind of nice That's to amazing. like kind of normalize it in a way where it's like it's kind of the same thing as like going coming up to a youtuber or whatever i guess mm-hmm. like that same type of thing yeah it's like not something to be like i don't know i feel like i would rather that than someone like stay in the corner and like whispering yeah. about me and being like i watched them <laughs> jerk oh my off. god yeah and i'm like no you don't <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> who what me yeah he was super <laughs> cool about it yeah <laughs> yeah he was super cool about it he was just like i have subscribed to you guys like love your work like have a nice night and just like walked away like cool like that's yeah. like the best way to say that and you're like actually i'm a concept i don't know what you're talking about gotta go lou the questions people always think um this is gonna be on the internet forever mm-hmm. <laughs> what will your great-grandchildren think <laughs> <laughs> i don't know those are kind of the i feel like those are the two big ones hopefully right? i mean yeah if i if i first of all if i have kids second yeah. of all if i raise them right you won't right um yeah, I mean, if we don't all spontaneously combust in 30 years from global warming, yeah. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's on the internet forever, but like, there's so much on the internet forever. It's like, I don't know who. Mm. Uh, maybe this is like a bad take, but I'm just like, who's gonna be like? I'm already posting it. Like, who's gonna care enough to be like, oh, let me like find their like nudes that they posted it's like i already i already posted them i already did that so yeah <laughs> um and i mean yeah that is something That's that people seriously need to think about when before they like start something like in only fans is like yeah like someone could hack on your onto into your only fans like someone could like i don't know i think if you just like own it and like you know exactly what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into i think it can be a really positive experience um if not then it can be negative yeah, I also know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I also know, like, what I want out of the internet. And so I'm like, I don't, I see, like, my career being on this. I also want to have my own business and I want to, like, have my own, like, um, like, lingerie line. And so I'm like, who is going to, like, like, my dream, honestly, is to one day have a big enough company where I can just hire all the sex workers that, like, need jobs who, like, are out of the industry and stuff. And so I'm like, I mean, who the I feel like the big, biggest concern a is like not woman. being <laughs> a CEO, girl boss. a girl boss. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the biggest thing is like, oh, no one's going to hire you. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm going to do the hiring. You're going to so solve that worry. problem. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, love I love that. That's powerful. Do you feel like we're moving away from no one will hire you, which is like as a culture? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think. I mean, I know like weed is like a male dominated industry, so I can't say that it's going to be the exact same, but I do feel like sex work is heading in that same direction with being like mm-hmm. more accepted and like legalized. Um, I hope so, at least. And that's kind of the way that it seems. But also, you know, I mean, you guys kind of brought up the OnlyFans like cracking down on um, mm. they like said they didn't want to have like sex work on the site anymore like a couple months ago and then said that like JK because there was like such a pushback on it. So that is an issue with they banks, realize that nothing is... would happen, right? Or like not nothing would happen, like everything would happen, like it would end immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like 
What? Oh, OnlyFans? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I they were like, why. no more nudity. It's like <laughs> my claymation. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to my subscribe to my claymation OnlyFans. <laughs> I would subscribe to that, honestly. Claymation is really interesting. The clay fox. <laughs> Just like molding some titties. <laughs> Um, but yeah, obviously it's still scary because like it's the banks are like are the ones who decide like if money can go through. Obviously, it's a fucking bank. So if they decide they're not going to like accept like OnlyFans or like Fansly or whatever sites like um, transactions, then I mean, yeah, it is what it is, you know. So it's still really like I'm not like I'm not saying oh oh yeah I feel like we're just over it now like it's going to get legalized it's fine but it's just like. Uh, I mean, it, it also feels feels like we're still going the, in the right direction. Yeah. And I like to think positively about it, too, at the same time. Well, every time, like, progress is made, there's, you know, pushback. Mm. You know. Pushback, yeah. Yeah. Chloe, yeah. it's your turn. It's my turn? Yeah. I don't know if I have any more questions. I'm like, I think I've gotten to the bottom. The bottom of the mystery that is Lou. Lou forever. The conceptual artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. Guess of honor. Have you, yeah, so have you learned anything about yourself or your sexuality or, like, your sexuality not only in who you're attracted to, but, like, um, yourself as a sexual being? <laughs> like, yeah. have, you le- have you learned anything about yourself, like, since starting, I guess, that surprised you? I think, I mean, I've learned I'm, like, somewhat of, like, a exhibitionist, obviously, because I'm not just, like, <laughs> I'm not just, like, doing this I don't know it's also kind of like for me if that doesn't sound like too weird like I like to I like to show off and like be sexy and so I'm like uh I don't know I think that's like fun and obviously like my partner and I used to like make content together and that was like really fun to do um so yeah I've learned that I do like genuinely enjoy it it's not just like a job or just a way to like get money for me wait this might be too inappropriate um nothing's off limit (laughs) like literally (laughs) I discovered that like I'm a top with women like I was kind of already discovering but it was also like with like stuff that we would do on OnlyFans but yeah I discovered that I'm a top so that's interesting because I once again just in this whole like bisexuality like discovering like you know who we are as uh like in our sexuality and whatever um I never really like saw that for myself but like I'm definitely kind of like kind of a dom and it's like <laughs> it's fun so that's like <laughs> that's cool Whoa. i don't know Definitely if that's what you're like asking okay but no yeah. that's and then, that's um... that's vanilla <laughs> <laughs> that's tame shit <laughs> yeah just not something that i ever like it, i kind of like fell into it i think just because like i have and this is like strictly on only fans like um not like in my past relationship or, or anything but i i think i kind of just fell into it because of um I don't know just like the way that I like look and the way that I like to dress I kind of just already have like I don't know I feel like I already have kind of like dommy energy and so people would like <laughs> I would just get more requests for that and that kind of just like is what it's like turned into I guess um and then like that's so interesting yeah OnlyFans has kind of like made me more open to things and made me like want to try more things just because like you know not because I want to do things like specifically for OnlyFans but it's like doing that has made me more like sexually like free. So then I just have become more that way. Well, beautiful show shopping. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> totally unique. <laughs> What's something that you've like, 
don't know. What do you th- what do you feel like the biggest misconception about OnlyFans is like in general? So like, however, um, that it's that. easy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is <laughs> a period end of sentence. Because <laughs> yeah. people either like whatever side you're on, either you're for OnlyFans or you're against it. I feel like either like if you're against OnlyFans, you're just like, oh, it's just like girls who are whoring themselves out and like go get a real job. Like it's just you're trying to make easy what like, is a quick a real buck. Job anyway. Right. And then like if you're like for OnlyFans, it's like, okay, like I'm super into this, like I'm I want to do OnlyFans because I want to make a bunch of money quick. And it's just like both are wrong. Like mm. it is a oh, lot of work. And like especially if you don't already have a platform you have like so much you need to like focus on and work on so it's like not only that but it's like posting on like only fans instagram twitter tiktok like you have to it's like constant work and it's like like you guys know it's it can be really exhausting it can be fun and it can be rewarding rewarding but it's like extremely exhausting at the same time and no, it's absolutely. easy to get burnt yeah it's easy to get burnt out if you don't like monitor yourself i'm really bad at like when I was first doing it and like the reason I got so burnt out is because it's like there's no being your own boss like there's no time that you're just like clocked out like I'm always here and I'm always gonna have this like the guilt of like deadlines on my back that like self-imposed deadlines by the way because it's like when you're your own boss it's like you know if you just work a little bit harder then you'll get like more reward and so it's just like where's like that line okay I have one more question that okay. <laughs> not answer if you don't want to mm-hmm. how do you think that being on OnlyFans will affect your like dating going forward or has it already um I'm like just taking time to like be um like single for a while now and like not dating I don't know I have like a lot of like the guy friends that I have in my life I feel like only well I was gonna say only the guys would like have a problem um but that's like not true at all I don't know I've never like I feel like that's misogynist or is it misogynistic misogynistic to say that only a guy would have a problem with me having only fans because like men because men are misogynistic well not all men Reverse okay misogyny? <laughs> misandry <Yeah. laughs> only misandry yeah that's the funny that's the funniest thing just putting only before Nick, any word. shut your mouth only Nick but yeah basically what I'm trying to say is like no one I have in my life now has a problem with it and so I'm like I don't think that anyone who I would want in my life would have a problem with it so I don't know that's a good way to look at it it's like yeah it's like you see internet trolls that are just like oh you're never gonna like find a man and it's just like I've never met anyone in real life who actually has a problem with OnlyFans yeah yeah it's also unless you're trying to date internet trolls and also those is that your type those trolls are the one like consuming the content yeah like, exactly they're not exempt from it i don't know i do remember because like i did it i think i was seeing one person when i like first started only fans and i remember he didn't have social media and so i just never brought it up to him and i was like i feel like at some point i like should but we only i mean we like dated for like a month so like i just never got brought up but like yeah i was like when is like a good time to be like by the way <laughs> yeah that is so interesting you're like, kind of yeah. maybe the same way that i came out to my boyfriend's parents as a podcaster <laughs> drunk on christmas he Eve. sleeps over and you're like all right gotta go to work he's like why is there a ring light in your yeah. room <laughs> he's like that's a lot of dildos you're like have you ever heard of a collector 
a hobbyist. I think appreciated by the arts. <laughs> Only hobbyists. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Only dildos. <laughs> Claire, I don't like have the rapid fire questions on me. I don't either. Um, let's. I remember the most important ones. What's the best thing you ever bought under fifty dollars? Probably even my first vibrator, not to be too like cliche. I think it was forty seven dollars. Good. It was yeah, steal of a game deal. changer. What's the brand? Um, it was like this one. I don't remember the brand, but it was like, it was like this one that um, I think it went viral on TikTok for being like, or no, it had like really good Amazon reviews or something, and I saw a TikTok about it. But like me and like my best friend and like our roommate at the time were all like at the bar and we saw it and we were like, we have to get this vibrator. It's like the one that has like the it's like this like the v and then it has like yeah. the clit sucking and then like the part that goes yeah oh that's what that is. yeah so i feel like that <laughs> i feel like those were really popular Nick pretending like he has any concept like the clit sucker yes <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. what they, that's what they call me in high school uh so. <laughs> that's what your mom calls me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god i just think i think i just scarred myself for life it's okay i'm convinced his mom's a lesbian anyway <laughs> but that's neither here nor there <laughs> that's another conversation <laughs> what's your favorite piece of furniture um i just moved my house is like a mess but i got this like purple velvet love seat cute yeah i like just got it it was like 100 bucks on facebook marketplace and i had been like Steel. manifesting this for so long like i've been wanting one for my room for like almost a year and then I finally found it. And I was like, I need this. I like went and like rented a U-Haul truck specifically so I could get it. So I just had to drive a fucking huge ass truck like down the highway. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I was really living for like the uh, like Home Depot lesbian fantasy. Yep. <laughs> what color is 19? I forgot how stupid these are. Like actually what color is it? Like what color do I think of when I hear 19? Blue. She said no hesitation. Is that? <laughs> Living, laughing, and loving. Um, what's like a song you've been listening to lately? Um, okay, you guys know Cobra. I'm so shitty with like the Starship featuring Leighton Meester. Good girls yeah. go bad. No, <laughs> shut up. No, but like low key. No, Good Puss by Cobra. Also, Lotto by <laughs> Lotto by Tia Karen. I listen to that once a day for my health. <laughs> also, a lot of. <laughs> a lot of like Lana Del Rey. What is your apocalypse weapon of choice? You can't use like guns, knives, and swords. I would, I'm, I would kill myself. <laughs> would a good myself. answer. A few like, people I'm have sorry. said that, and it's like, yeah, like I'm glad we're building this community. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slowly like walking off a cliff. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys are building to survive. Perfect. Oh We'd have like one yeah, crazy just... apocalypse party, and then just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm just one of those people who I I'm already not one of uh, God's strongest soldiers, so there's no way, there is no way one of I'm God's weakest, perhaps yeah. God's weakest soldier. <laughs> oh, reporting for duty. <laughs> so, how would you describe the aura of your first two weeks of quarantine? Oh. Okay, mine was like a dirty nightclub. (laughs) Very just like anything, anything goes. It's just, I'm just, I wake up, I have a white cloth, fuck it. We're all going to die. 
just it does nothing matters <laughs> that's the apocalypse attitude when you walk off the cliff backwards with your white yeah. hat in hand i definitely yeah. smoked a couple cigarettes the first two weeks of quarantine yeah. i was just like we all did you're like we not, yeah <laughs> time to pick this up you know might as well yeah. i don't blame and you then it was Jesus. past two weeks and i was like hmm. yeah. time to put this down <laughs> yeah if we get past this pandemic <laughs> Which is, yeah. which is becoming a larger and larger if. If this becomes a thing of the past in history, I could literally go my entire life and like never talk about this time period again. And I would be totally fine. Yeah, let's just But I know there are going to be so it. many movies about this in like 30 years. Oh, there's already like some show, I think on Netflix or something, that's like quarantining or something. Maybe it's not called that, but it's something that where COVID's incorporated. And I'm just like, there's no way that I would watch that. It's not relaxing. It's literally my life. I'm going to start an OnlyFans where all my content is, like, set in the first two weeks of quarantine. So I'm, like, oh my God. making whipped coffee with my tits out. Like, that kind of <laughs> yeah. content. Is there a market for that? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Lou, where are you your happiest? Um, I'm honestly my happiest, like, in my house. <laughs> Which I, I know, I feel like... No, I did say this earlier, how, like, I have control over like it's easier for my anxiety because I have like control over like what I'm doing and like the content I'm putting out because I'm like in my house and yeah blah 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 yeah I'm honestly like I'm the kind of person that loves to just like cultivate my home to be like how I like it and have it be like my most just like comfortable little spot so I'm very um I don't know I don't know if I'm introverted anymore I used to think I was super introverted but I just like I need to have a place where I can like completely relax and that's my home for me I love it. 100%. Do you believe in ghosts, aliens, and or God? I mean, I definitely believe in, like, the universe because I believe in, like, manifesting and stuff. Um, But, yeah, I mean, definitely aliens. Like, that's that's been confirmed, which I don't feel like it really needed to be. Ghosts, I mean, that would be a whole other podcast because I have many theories on ghosts, actually. There's a podcast (laughs) called Two Girls, One Ghost. So now to really bring the mood down, um, what's your biggest fear? Ghosts. And, like, becoming irrelevant? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. It's my biggest fear. This is just popping into my mind, like, burning to death. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of, like, all these, like, things that could happen to me. And, like, I don't know. I could just, there are so many horrible things. But I feel like, Yeah burning to death would be fucking horrible like that's the one thing where i'm just like Ugh. or just like uh being like squeezed into a super tight space and like trapped like um did you see there's like the story of this guy who was like going through some like rock formation and he like yep. yeah that story and he gets trapped in this like tiny rock tunnel and they tried to like should i not say it for our listeners no sake? So keep, keep okay <laughs> triggering all of is the this the james franco <laughs> yeah. movie no, it, it's a different thing, but it's oh, okay. like he he thought he was going, there's like these famous tunnels you can explore, and he thought he was going the right way, but he was going the wrong way, and then he was like trapped, and they when they tried to like get him out, they couldn't get him out without breaking every single bone in his body, or maybe it was just his legs, but then he just had to like die there, yeah. If you were to tell me that like fear of like tiny tight spaces and like climbing through caves isn't like a phobia or a fear of yours you are straight up lying to me yeah and I you know what I mean I'm like that's the worst fucking thing I could ever think of thank you I'm just curious how he got in there he was just like (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no, but like, can he just do that in reverse? Just like, you know. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, Lou. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he would have loved if he were there. Just like, can you just move? Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> some Vaseline or something. Nick's like, I have some helpful tips. Yeah, some tips and tricks. I will say, I mean, if you have this fear of tiny tight spaces, like, probably don't subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> just the silence. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Lou forever. Is that? I think that's where we end it. And Lou, do, does pineapple go on pizza? Yes. <laughs> All right, so Lou, we like to end the episode by just like asking, like, what's like a high from our week? What's a low from our week? So the high is called a wildflower. Okay. And the low <laughs> is called your your wildfire. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> my wildflower is okay okay we house at um oh. my boyfriend ryan his boss's dog and he was the sweetest dumbest um not dumb he's like stupidly smart like probably was plotting my murder in his sleep this golden doodle and i like um there's a hole in my heart since he hasn't been here he was here for 24 hours and i literally physically miss him so much this is the best dog i've ever met in my whole life so benson was by far the highlight of my whole week and my low was him leaving so the end yeah Yeah. mine is mine is hearing the story and my low is when it ended my wildflower was i saw this i saw this movie this weekend um called Titan. T-I-T-A-N-E. Sounds um, douchey. It uh it won the and I'm about to confirm your statement. Uh and it won the uh biggest prize at the Cannes Film Festival. And I was like, oh, like cool, the movie's coming out. And I remember when it won, I just like read like what it was about and I saw that it was a body horror movie. And like that's something that I just like don't watch. Like I don't watch any shit with like excessive like mutilation and stuff like that like blood is fine and like kind of like gore is fine but when we get into like things Mm-mm. with objects you know Mm-mm. and just like yeah. more stuff like that i i i start to check out but this movie was having a Q&A screening with the director she was going to speak afterwards and then i was like all right well yeah and it won the thing and i i want to see it so whatever so then me and dan went to see it and it was like literally, it's like top five, one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. It was so disturbing. Is this your your wildflower or your wildfire, Nicholas? Wildflower, because it was simultaneously, I know where I am, and it was simultaneously <laughs> uh, so disturbing and like so many, so many times that I had to look away, but also just like a very like beautiful, tender movie at the same time. And it was just like, Real like I have not I've never seen a movie like this. It was so bizarre. Like that's kind of the only way I can describe it. But it was like bizarre and in an, okay. it was bizarre in an intentional way. Like it knew exactly what it was doing, and I don't know. I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it, which I feel like is usually a good sign for a movie. Um, yeah, yeah. My wildfire. Mm. Wow, sounds like you had a great week. <laughs> <laughs> wildfire. Oh, um. I found out that one of my friends has a not so great opinion of another one of my friends and that <gasps> consumed my 24 hours yesterday. Claire, you know this. Oh! <laughs> That's the way it's going. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm the friend with the not so great opinion. So that's like all I talked about uh, in therapy yesterday, which was fun. Came nice. to some good conclusions. So yeah. My wildfire is that um, for the last like two days, I've just been like just in a funk, just feeling like depressed and like not able to do anything. My wild flower is that I got to do this podcast with you guys because it's really shut fun. Shut up! Shut and, up! And, oh, shut like end I the said, call. I'm not. I'm not just saying this. Um, I have like one other friend who is like into like um, content creation and like media production, and mm-hmm. so it's just like been nice to also like talk to him about um, all this stuff. And like, yeah, I just like I'm feeling like I said I've been wanting to just like get back into like everything, and I feel more inspired to do so now so thank you feel more inspired to go fuck myself (laughs) 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 i'm just kidding can i ask you guys a question if we're not like running too low on time absolutely um what are your guys' big three (gasps) okay girl what is that talk about this (laughs) your sun your moon and your rising oh okay i thought it was a sex thing and i was like my top this is three what Your top three holes. <laughs> I was thinking that. Um, okay. I Listen, I love sharing this information because it makes me feel special. I'm a Gemini sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Libra rising. So I have I all that. three air signs as my big three, mm-hmm. and I'm batshit. I what are yours? I love that. Okay, I'm a Aquarius sun, Libra moon, and then Leo rising. Ooh. Yeah. That's hot. I, I think so. It's a it's a fun time. <laughs> the weirdest thing about my big three is that me and my mom are both like very similar and also like look the same, and we have the same big three with our sun and moon flipped. Oh wow, cool! It's very interesting. interesting. Yeah, I had I met um two of my like old coworkers. They were sisters, and they were like like Taurus sun Leo rising, Leo sun Taurus rising. That's amazing. I know it's so cool when that happens. What are yours, Nick? Virgo sun, Libra moon, Virgo ascending. Okay. I'm like. So I'm. It's like I have to go. I have so many Virgos in my life. And it's strange because I feel like Geminis and Virgos have a tendency to butt heads. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I, feel I, like, I, um, I don't think I'm friends with any of those. I'm not trying to offend my other Gemini friends if you're out there. But I don't think I, I don't think I, I have mean, any. I mean, I'm an Aquarius, which is the air sign. So like air sign but yeah that's been my experience as well um with virgos but you guys are, are you just usually like very attracted to like one sign this is a question not really. for, for everyone right no okay yeah just me really. cool <laughs> i my favorite thing to share is that i've slept with every sign except for scorpios i like stay away from scorpios like unintentionally at first and then it became intentional mm, yeah i don't know i feel like i like all water signs really freak me out but i feel like scorpio is like the one that i could be like okay yeah we can like maybe get along i kind of agree with that so tell me why i fucked multiple <sighs> cancers dude that's yeah, i don't know i don't know that's that, the self-destructive you, you should have known your, know. <laughs> your jupiter house um no but i just like i'm always curious just because like when people like want uh you know to like put themselves out there and just like have uh like job like this um i don't know why i rolled my eyes at that i have such a hard time taking this shit seriously because i feel like such a like i just feel annoying but, you know. <laughs> yep <laughs> that's all anxiety yeah. 
but yeah I'm always just like what like could it be and I feel like I mean yeah you have the Virgo like sun and rising but Libra moon I'm a Libra moon too I just feel like yeah I feel like that fits both of us actually but I do yeah I feel like I noticed that like Virgos and like kind of any air sign are like more inclined to like stuff like this same with Leo's and Leo's I want a Leo in my life if any yeah, of you guys are listening, please hit me up. <laughs> All right. Well, Lou, where can people find you? Like on the um, internet, not physically. <laughs> Drop the Addy. Only address. All my socials are Lou Forever with two Bs. And that's it. It's all the same. It's so anticlimactic. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to Miami um, in a couple days, and I think I'm going to vlog it because I'm going by myself. So. You're yes. by yourself? Yeah. Are you So you're not meeting anyone there? No, my grandma lives in Miami. Okay. She lives on, like, South Beach. Yeah, I'm doing that, and vlogging scares the shit out of me. But you vlog, don't you? I Yeah, I mean, it's very neglected, but yes. <laughs> Clary's like, I have vlogged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like, the YouTube videos I have done are just, like, I've tried to vlog and I just don't really have the patience for it. So I'm like, let's see how this goes. I think the thing, my greatest advice is like, I mean, just keep recording it until you like feel happy with it. Because like my biggest thing that I do is like posting on my Instagram story, like talking. I'm like, I'll take multiple like takes of it until I like it. It's not always just like one and done. And so like I got stressed out when I started vlogging because I was like, oh, I can't, like, delete and start over. I kind of have to just, like, keep going, like, within one clip. And then, like, once I got used to that, I was like, oh, okay, it's not that. If that makes any sense. That makes sense because I'll do the same thing and I, like, stress over it. And then I look back at it later and I'm like, why Why did I – why was I so stressed out? Like, this is great. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, if you have to yeah. say, hey, guys, what's up, 5,000 times. But, yeah, that's me when I try, like, occasionally, like, a brand will send me, like, lingerie. Oh, my AirPods are at 10%. That's why. Um, oh great and so I, I try to do <laughs> perfect I try to do like a like little lingerie haul and it is the cringiest shit and my roommates watch me do it and I'm literally just like hey 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 and then I'm like fuck and then I'm like hey guys <laughs> you just gotta like own it like I saw someone ask on Instagram the other day like what are your tips for like imposter syndrome and like if you deal with that and I responded to it and I was like fake it till you make it and like I'm still in the faking it process but that's like literally the best advice like any like that's the advice I would want to hear so, so that's the advice I'm giving it also goes for that is, yeah that's perfect I did it in certain questions a while ago and someone was like how do you have such a like how do you not give a fuck about anything and I was like what <laughs> Actually, I give so many fucks. I, I know. I was like, I clinically give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a sweatshirt. Love oh it. All right. Well, this was fun. Well, cool. this has been so fun. Have me on every week. All right. Let's stop recording in three, two, one. I'm stopping recording. Hello, everyone. This is the credits. So obviously me and Clary produce it. Uh, sometimes I edit. Sometimes she edits. We love splitting the work. Uh, I do the sound mixing, whatever that means. The music is by Anabolic Beats. And I would love to just take a little moment to thank our beautiful patrons. All right. So these are the patrons who have selected the immortal tier on Patreon. And you can do the same by going to patreon.com slash brain cell girls. 
So thank you to Jade Watson, Sasha Kosek, Hazel Herring, John Sims, O.P. Queef, a.k.a. Larissa, Megan Donovan, hello, Laura Zimmerman, also hello, Teresa Graham, hello, and uh, Piss Baby, it's Ryan, that's who Piss Baby is. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Brain Cell Girls. You can follow me everywhere at Nick Curl, and you can follow Clary on Instagram at The Grease Trap Queen or on Twitter at Clar Smitty. And uh, yeah, thank you, Illy. Illy. <laughs>